Welcome. Thank you for tuning in to the Liquid Wisdom Podcast, where we take the fear out of everyday life one episode at a time. So if you're not scared, let's jump into the deep end right now. And please, don't pee in the pool. Hey, how's it going? Welcome back. Welcome back. If you hear my voice, it's been a while since we last spoke. And, I, and I, for that, I do apologize. I'm not going to lie to you, nor what I ever. I just wanted to take the holiday season off and just relax for a little while. I just needed to relax, get some me time in, spend time with family, friends, and just enjoy the holiday season. And now that, you know, uh, whatever it is you celebrate, I hope you had a, a very beautiful holiday season. And now we are rounding the corner to what has been what seems like 10 years in one and you know hopefully things will get a little bit better um in the new year uh also wanted to apologize for uh, the lack of a finale from the last series i did uh the mental health series uh the sound for the finale i had uh would just completely vanished from all my files so uh dr megan i do apologize i tried to recover it as much as as much as i could i couldn't find anything uh, however, like the old saying goes, in the midst of chaos, there is opportunity because in the midst of all of this, a lot has happened in, in my life uh, since we last spoke and I felt it'd be necessary due to these events that have taken place, it would be appropriate to respectfully address a lot of issues and also use this as a way to help others so they don't have to uh, endure a situation such as this. And, and what I'm talking about, is valuing yourself. No, taking the fear out of valuing yourself, uh, placing value on your life. So what you're probably saying is, you know, like what, what does it mean to value yourself? Like, well, it means that you act in a way that shows you believe you have self-worth. Merriam-Webster describes self-worth as a feeling that you are a good person that deserves to be treated with respect. Self-value springs from self-worth. It is the actions and behaviors that flow out from your self-worth. It is the daily ways we demonstrate what we value and how we feel about ourselves. But what if our self-value needs a little boost? Well, you know, this particular episode will teach you the necessary steps to start valuing yourself what negative thoughts, behaviors, and people might stand in the way of your self-worth and how things can change for the better when you begin to put yourself first. So buckle up, have a seat, <laughs> and, and, and let's, let's, let's start with the most um, obvious question when it comes to, you know, valuing yourself and self-worth. You know, is it selfish to value yourself? Okay, this could be a bit of a controversial thing. But this is just my opinion, of course. Nothing I say is absolute law or fact, but it's just my take on the situation. So many of us have grown up with the belief that any moment of self-centeredness is egotistical, selfish, and wrong. We, we, we have had the ideas of charity, selflessness, and self-denial drilled into our heads while the idea of me time, quote unquote, is, is frowned upon. No, I, I think many of us have heard of like Amazon employees 
breathlessly running from shelf to shelf to find products only to hear the beep of their scanner when they dare to slow down. I did it personally for a little while. It's, it's not fun. <laughs> Even though I order a lot from Amazon working there, a whole different story. <laughs> different episode though. So a, a lot of these uh, selfless people may may find themselves, you know, exhibiting the same, you know, the same qualities, you know, uh, guilt, exhaustion, maybe even resentment. Think about it. If they were supported for taking a moment for themselves instead of being shamed for it, maybe those feelings wouldn't creep up. What if the same people looking down on them would lend a hand to them? It it, it can make a world of difference. So according to uh, PossibilityChange.com, one of the biggest myths we feed into is that setting ourselves uh, as number one priority is selfish and unkind. The truth is, it is the most loving thing we can do for ourselves and for others. And and let me explain why. Our loved ones gain when we are in a good space and when we have all of our energy at any given moment. They go on to say that making yourself a priority enables you to be a better person, not just for yourself, but for the relationships you forge along the way. The choices we make from a more loving space are far more beneficial than the ones we make from a place of guilt, lack, and overextending. People can feel it when your good deeds are done out of sincere caring as opposed to out of obligation. Think about it like this. Telling others that you need some time to take care of yourself should not be criticized. You need care just as much as the next person does and as i was saying before a lot of things have happened since we last spoke so there was a highly publicized story for all of you in in certain communities that have gotten to know me over the past year that came to light at a few weeks ago and a a friend was involved and i won't uh, out of respect for their situation i won't bring up names or, or anything like that but i'll just give the bullet points because it's highly publicized now, I'll just give the bullet points and just and just go from there. So this person I'm talking about, uh, they are a very passionate, endearing individual um, who felt helpless, you know, as the sounds of strife, you know, reached a crescendo, you know, in their personal life. Um, they sought help for their needs, but it wasn't taken seriously. And in the end, they, in a stroke of courage, spoke out against the things they endured and found the support that they didn't know they had. And that was from you all in these in these various communities. And I thank you all for that. You know, so in in retrospect, from that story and, and other examples, you know, how do we learn to value ourselves? Now, there are many ways to learn self-value. Um, one, one of the biggest ways is, is, is this. Stop comparing yourself to others. Theodore Roosevelt said said it best. Comparison is a thief of joy. It is fine to have goals and work towards them, but constantly comparing yourself to others is a form of self-cruelty guaranteed to make you unhappy. You you will always find people doing quote-unquote better than you, right? On the other hand, if you if you find people you deem worse off than you, it breeds arrogant pride in yourself and contempt for others. 
Now, unfortunately, this world seems hardwired to compare groups of people to each other. The, the, the lists are endless, like uh, the, the richest people on the Forbes list, right? Top draft picks in your favorite sport, uh, People Magazine's most beautiful or sexiest man alive are just a, a few of the ways we can feel less than the next person. Now, on a smaller scale, scrolling through social media, you know, to see who has more likes, more followers, and more views than you can leave you unsatisfied and depressed. Not to mention factoring in mean-spirited comments from people who don't stop to consider the hurt they inflict. It is, I, I can't tell you how many days I've spent, you know, going through my Twitter timelines and seeing some of the most amazing, hardworking people who work really hard for either the content or get their message out, and they're just rebuffed with just cruel comments, un unabashed, un unprovoked for no reason. And I see a lot of people who work hard, and even though, let's say, their following isn't as big as where their quality of work shows, they still don't feel like they've done enough. And, and it's really sad and disheartening because I look at it and say, man, you know, or, or says, you've done an, an amazing job. You know, and I, and I don't want them to be discouraged, you know, from continuing to put out their, their content or their message or whatever their endeavors may be. So if you can, right, for all those out there who feel discouraged, if you can, take a break from social media. Make a list of what's good about you. Rejoice in your own uniqueness and be grateful for how far you've come already. Remember this, that, that, that a lot of what you see through media is the fake, glossy version of people. Now, all of you are like this, but there are some out there, okay? Now, we, we never know what kind of struggles they really deal with when the camera is off. And if you find it difficult to turn uh, the outside world off for a minute, then find people who are doing good in this world and use them as motivation to improve what matters in your life. All right. Another good way to build self-value is to take opportunities for development. Learn a new skill, uh, pick up a new hobby, read, exercise, volunteer. All of these things are great ways to improve yourself and boost self-esteem. Can't cook? Well, there are a couple of YouTube channels that come to mind. One is called Food Wishes and You Suck at Cooking. <laughs> or, you know, that can help um, bring out the master chef in you. Now, if you want to start a garden but can't grow plants to save your life, well, HobbyFarms.com has gardens in a jar for you brown thumbs out there. <laughs> and in, in, InHabitat.com gives you um, ideas uh, for six hard-to-kill plants, right, if, if you want to try your hand at gardening. So whatever way you want to improve, there's usually someone out there with great advice. You just need to keep looking and keep trying. I don't want you to give up, especially in the year that everyone has been experiencing. I know it may seem like the easy way, but it's not the worthwhile. All right. Now, we've all gone through a lot this year. And for all of our successes, there have probably been mistakes along the way as well. And one way to embrace your self-value is to embrace your mistakes. Yeah, that's very important. So... You've kissed a, a few frogs and haven't found your prince yet. You started a business that failed. Your rap career didn't take off. Wh whatever it is that didn't work out, embrace your mistakes. 
because in reality, they weren't mistakes. They were learning experiences. Th think of it this way. You found out what you don't want in a significant other. You learned how businesses operate. I know I did, and I'm more on that in a second. You may not be able to rap. <laughs> I'm just kidding for those out there who are aspiring lyricists and artists. The, the point is this, you, you, you learn something and you can take that lesson with you to your next endeavor. Thomas Edison was famously asked so many moons ago how it felt to fail 1,000 times regarding his light bulb invention. Now, Edison replied, quote, I didn't fail 1,000 times. The light bulb was an invention with 1,000 steps, end quote. If we all approach life with that kind of mindset, just imagine how far we'd go. As Bob Ross always said, I'm going to do a Bob Ross impression for you all. This is a special treat after the holiday season. There are no mistakes, just happy little accidents. <laughs> I love Bob Ross. So th this this brings me to a, I guess, a very um, personal, a very personal story. Um, early for a lot of you that know. Uh, this, early this year, I made an endeavor to become a part of an organization. Um, they were involved in the esports community, that sort of thing. I won't use the name of the of the now defunct organization out of, out of respect for others who were involved in the uh, very publicized uh, situation that took place. And I'm trying to respectfully be respectful to all parties. Um, when I first arrived way back in the early spring, I did ask for uh, something tangible to show myself value um, in the form of a contract. Now, after I asked, I was, I was told no, and you know, you know uh, because of what, I, what my endeavors were and what I wanted to be, which is a podcaster. And after that, I, if you ever heard the term, the squeaky re uh, wheel gets to grease, I wasn't that squeaky wheel. Um, I didn't speak up after that. So I endeavored to just work hard and, and wait for that day to where I felt like my work ethic and my quality of work would be undeniable and then I would get said thing. Okay. Now, during my time, I, I met some amazing people, some people that I'm so grateful for that I've met and that helped me along the way. Um, I improved both my quality of work and my work ethic, given the amount of content I pushed out both for that organization as well as uh, through my personal projects this year. And, you know, the while I did all those things, I unfortunately did not keep the value of myself in the center of it all. So lesson learned from me. <laughs> It is a very valuable lesson. And, and the very valuable lesson was, you know, was not to settle and, and learn to say no and set boundaries. That was a lesson I learned. So now th these next three steps may, may be the hardest ones when it comes to valuing yourself because it involves how others treat you and how you react to it. Right. So so often we've learned bad lessons when it comes to accepting negativity from others. You know, don't question people in authority. You know, do it because I say so. Don't aim high and risk failure. Just go the safe route. 
or uh, quote, you know, what makes you think you're any better than the rest of us, end quote. You know, some of, some of those phrases may have come from a place of insecurity or fear from a loved one. And, and some of them may just be mean-spirited. But, but now it's become a broken record in your mind. So you don't realize, you know, it never came from you. So how do we break the record and sing our own song? Well, first thing we can do is, you know, think like a friend. Would you say the negative things you think about yourself to a friend? If not, then don't beat yourself up that way. You need to be your own best friend first. You really do. What if the criticism is true? Okay. So according to psychology today, it doesn't matter. Negative self-talk is never in your interest. There is always a different, kinder, better way to treat yourself that doesn't involve negative labels and self-destructive mindsets. In any given situation, you can focus on what you did wrong or what you did well and what you can do better the next time. And another thing you can do is catch your inner critic, right? Realize when your thoughts are turning negative and talk back to that inner critic if necessary. If you've made a mistake and automatically think to yourself, I'm an idiot, stop that line of thinking. Here's what you can say to yourself. There's plenty of things I do that are smart. That was just one mistake. So you're not ignoring the things that happen to you, not ignoring the things that you did wrong. You're acknowledging it, but you're doing it in a healthy way. So it allows for growth and not for self-destruction. Okay. Now, now that we've learned to counteract the negativity, we'll need that skill to keep from settling. Now, settling for less is the acceptance that less is either what we deserve or all we can hope for. Now, a person out there that has the great job or the amazing opportunity is no better than you are. The only difference between you and them is that they just refuse to settle for less. Now, one of the things you can do, and I write, I do this myself, write your goals down, place them where you can always see them and refuse to settle for anything less. Eyes on the prize, right? Now, learning to say no can be one of the hardest things to do for some people. Remember that a no from you can sometimes be better than a yes. If you say yes to a project that you are ill-suited for, you may be keeping a better candidate from taking on that task and finding new ways to shine. Sometimes saying no is a way for the other person to get creative, get moving and find a better solution. Saying no helps you maintain your mental health and gives you the confidence you need to stand up for yourself in the future. And this also leads to setting boundaries because setting boundaries can can be hard. It, it really can, it's especially for people who have been around narcissists who thrive on overstepping your boundaries. Now, first, you'll need to recognize when your boundaries are being invaded. Uh, PsychCentral.com says two good indicators our boundaries are being ignored are first um, feeling discomfort and resentment. When you notice these feelings, be direct about how you feel. Psych Central goes on to say that it may be difficult since fear, guilt, and self-doubt are big potential pitfalls. 
we, we might fear the other person's response if we set and enforce our boundaries we, we might feel guilty by speaking up or saying no to a family member we might wonder if we even deserve to have boundaries in the first place but it helps to remember that boundaries aren't just a sign of healthy relationships they're a sign of self-respect so give yourself permission to set boundaries and work to preserve them i will say this one word of caution <laughs> certain people such as narcissists will continue to try to push boundaries and disregard your needs I'm here to say that setting boundaries may be a process and you may need continued strength and resolve to not give in. And that's okay. Because unhealthy people at times can be an unavoidable part of life, which also brings me to my next point. Surrounding yourself with good people. There are some helpful ways to draw positive people to your life first thing you can do is learn to forgive now unforgiveness is a negative energy that will keep positive people out of your life forgive yourself for wherever you've stumbled in life wherever you stumbled in life you have to forgive yourself okay no one is perfect so it is unfair to expect perfection from yourself and you honestly can't expect perfection from others as well. People will be selfish. They will do things that hurt. They will, they will stumble too. As the old saying goes, forgive others, not for them, but for yourself. They probably aren't even thinking of the thing that you've been holding on to for so long. They are living their life while you're living in that moment of pain and hurt. Forgive and move forward to a better place in your life. Now, I'm not saying, you know, it's going to just do it in a day and you'll be fine. No, sort your feelings. Think about what happened. Take the lesson with you. Take the lesson from what happened and leave the pain behind. Because the pain is there just to remind you that you're growing. The lesson is going to keep it from happening to you again. And also, you can pass that lesson on to other people so they don't experience the hurt that you did. Isn't that amazing how sharing knowledge can work? <laughs> now, the next thing you can do is believing in yourself. Believe in yourself. People can feel your confidence or, or lack thereof. Keep up the positive self-talk. Remember, you have a lot of good qualities. Once you, once you know it, other people will see it and be drawn to you. Like a, like a magnet of sorts, right? Recognize that positivity, just like negativity, is a magnet. You will attract the same kind of energy you put out. We all operate on a wavelength. <laughs> we really do. A positive mindset attracts positive people into your life. Make it a habit to celebrate and cheer on other people's successes, as well as your own. Remember, the center of all this is valuing yourself too. Okay? Valuing yourself. Practice compassion, self-care, and consciously putting out positive energy into the world. Now, realistically, yeah, it, it may take some time, but you'll start to see a change in your outlook as well as the encouragement you give and receive from others. I'm not, I, would, I wouldn't say, oh, okay, just be positive every day, ignore the pain and this, that, and the other. No, 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 no. 
light and darkness coexist in this world. And just like your mistakes and pain, as well as your successes for both yourself and for the people you love also coexist as well. I'm not telling you, nor would I ever tell you to ignore the bad things that happen. Acknowledge the bad things that happen. Just take the core values out of those things and take it with you. That's all I'm saying. All right. I'll, I'll leave you with the words of Ralph Waldo Emerson, in which he said, to be yourself in a world that is constantly trying to make you something else is the greatest accomplishment. You have been put on this earth, listener, for a purpose which gives you value. You are so unique that there will only ever be one of you throughout space and time. Please don't waste that time trying to mold yourself into something else. Okay? Now, I, I hope this, this episode visit has given you the tools to at least get the wheel rolling a little bit to have you start the life that you want and living out your unique purpose while on this earthly plane. And like always, before I go, you are only you are only a couple of decisions away, choices from discovering your purpose and maximizing your potential. So next time we meet, take care of yourselves and each other. And if you're traveling through darkness, there is light at the end. That I can assure you. Next episode, we'll be talking about charity, and more than likely, that will more than likely be the final episode of the season and the year. I'll talk to you next time. Take care. All right, all right. Pool hours are over. Don't want you catching a cramp. Tell you what, come on back for a swim soon and we can catch up on life. In the meantime, check me out on Twitter at Formless Liquid. You can also find this podcast on Buzzsprout, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and many others. Just type in Liquid Wisdom Podcast and boom, you're there. Catch you later.